It's Wednesday, February 10th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. On today's episode, we wrap our final show inside the New Brunswick bubble. We talk Better Call Saul Season 6. Serb recipients may not have to pay it back. Plus, no Daily Dose with Jen Grant. But your comments and a whole lot more, and it all starts now. Nope. Why don't we do a take two? As, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vodri. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delisepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am I yeah. doing? Julian Dion episode. Comedy Hour. You're okay. listening to the... Ah, <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the yeah, meaning completely, doesn't it? Not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Tonight we all. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio. In the beautiful Gatting the Wills. project i was like half asleep on the couch and now i'm projecting hey everyone this is christian potenza this is gay trevor wilson this is john paul aka the island hipster hashtag hipster business this is steph tola hey this is jake goldsby this is sky wallace hey everybody this is erica sigurdsson aka ricky six okay hello hi this is howard wagman hey this is peter anthony the pa system this is matt o'brien some people like to, that's my rap name this is jen grant and you're listening to the julian dion comedy hour podcast <laughs> Show. You and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. Jen Grant, live on a Wednesday morning, February 10th, broadcasting to you live from Hubcap HQ, downtown Moncton, Peter, bud. <laughs> Our second and final show out of the Hubcap Comedy Festival slash Raven Sun Management slash... Capital Theater Academy offices. Once again, we'd like to thank Robert Galland, Xavier Lejeune, and Marshall Button for letting us use the space. That's for sure. We used it uh, quite a bit. Yeah. We've done Very two helpful. shows. Yeah, so helpful. We've done two uh, two podcasts from here. 
I did a I had to do a call and I'm doing a taping tonight for L'Embarras du Choix for Radio Canada TV Radio Canada and part of it was a call-in segment via Skype where you choose something not gonna not gonna reveal too much <laughs> thank you Welcome. Is my mic on? Yo, yeah, it's on. Yo, yeah. Say something. Hello, holla, holla. One, yeah. two, one, Is there two. A, what, no, you're eating it. I don't know. Maybe it's because I have the toque on and I can't hear. As yeah. Sigida. Well. Sigida. Oh, my gosh. I thought it was the end. Jumping the gun. Oh, I'm off my game today. Anyway, so, yeah, doing that thing tonight, which is uh, in-studio taping, like a legit real TV thing. Yeah. I don't know why I'd say that. I mean, like... The Skype part was just a small portion of it and couldn't do it from Skadook because there's barely any internet there. And so we did it from this room. We did a corporate gig yesterday from here for the... Yep. Oh, I can't say. I don't know if we should say who for. Maybe not. You could just say for the government. Sure. Government of Canada. Or which country? We won't tell you. A lot of departments, yeah. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was great. It was 25 <laughs> minutes each. I did French. You did 25 in Anglo. Sweet. Following, uh, following me. Follow that. <laughs> See, it's just this Pavlonian. You have to every time. I like it. Let me do my thing. And it just goes to show. I don't know. Do you want to talk about it? The uh, the weird complaint. Uh, does this matter, right? It like, just goes do you want to, to give specifics or just well, how it sensitive? It just goes to show how everybody can be offense offended by something. Well, and, Everybody, and, can, it's like a reach almost. Sometimes people look to get offended. Yeah. Uh, this was ridiculous. Why can't we talk about it? We can talk well, about it. I would rather not say the exact situation, like the joke. Just in case they're watching? Uh, I don't know. Or because of the joke. It's a great joke. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it either, but it's it, we live in a time that people, it's like, okay, let's just say this. Let's just say... There are many different ways you can see something in life, okay? But let's just assume that I didn't mean to offend someone. Let's just assume your first reaction because of your life history and what your situation is in your life. You you think of something because I said A. I say A and then You say you, how you doing, bud? A. <laughs> you say how high? No. You say A, I say B. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, that wasn't boy. worth it. And, uh, but anyway, you know, cause I could say one thing and it means one thing to me and it could mean something very different to someone else because of their life experience and their history and their family and stuff. And so well, can we say the bit? Cause it's so non-offensive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, okay, but I won't say why if, they found it offensive, but I'll say the bit. Yeah, sure. I just don't want someone who would watch that show, see this now and make it a bigger deal than it needs to be. Okay. Where it's that's specific. true. Well, so, I, that person won't be watching anything we do from now on. Probably not. But it's just weird because it's a very, okay, le, as, a, as a clean comedian, I have been doing corporate clean comedy for a really long time and I'm good at it. Like not in a braggy way, but more I've figured out how to do it. I know what offends people. So in 2021, it's shocking to me that anything in my squeaky clean act could possibly be misinterpreted. I'm sure people are dying to know what the I bit know, was. I know. I know. And it was... It's weird we can't talk about Weren't it. you shocked though that there was... It could possibly... Like I couldn't believe it. And there's... During the gig, it was really cool. 
Um, anyway, because this is a reflection. I don't. I don't really want to talk about it too too okay. much. Okay. All right. But it's really not a big deal. Just so you know, don't feel like bad. I don't feel. I want you to feel yucky after the recording. I don't, like we I, shouldn't have I, talked about I, it. I also don't want people hearing this thinking that that could happen at their work because I never ever offend anyone. Oh well, this is next level like eggshelly. Waste of time. <laughs> Wouldn't want someone to eventually think of comedy at their workplace and not want to go down the path. No, of I just want people to book comedy. us. <laughs> oh yeah, I, it's, it's it was a clean bit. Yeah. Message me privately on Facebook. I'll tell you the bit. <laughs> it, oh, it's, it's a totally squeaky and the clean thing is for this bit. And this is the most hoops we've had to jump through for a gig. I've never had to submit a set first for approval, and we did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And certain tops, topics that you wouldn't think were off the table because of today's climate. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll move it's on. It's surprising. Then. It's it's really annoying surprising. to me that this is all. Uh, 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 it's not. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like not even a big deal. Yeah, I know. Uh, by the way, off the top there, when they say uh, this is Jen Grant, this is Kate, Tra- this is Kate Trevor Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these people uh, just uh, had a flashback from last weekend at the Hubcap Fest because there was one that was, this is Steph Tolev. So funny. She was so funny. Yeah, you guys should go follow oh her on Instagram. Oh, my God. She's Ste- always been really funny. She just seems to be at a like, next yeah, level now. Yeah. Her name is Steph Tolev. So it's T-O-L-E-V. Do yourself a favor and follow her on Instagram. And She's I think it's hilarious. Steph, S-T-E-F, Tolev, T-O-L-E-V. No. No? No. Oh. It's S-T-P-H. Why did I think that? I thought she was all like a millennial staff with an F. I'm going to double check, but... Uh, staff with a P-H. Yeah, it's P-H. Oh, yeah. why did I think that? Oh my gosh, she's so funny. I was laughing my head off. Follow her. When she, her set? Yeah, excellent. You and I. You and I were giggle fest. One of the funniest sets of the festival. Mm-hmm. Agreed. After hours. Of course. Did I? <laughs> I t- tonight I'm doing the, the thing I'm doing. They asked, they sent this questionnaire. And one of the things was like, what's your hidden talent? And I said, micro impressions. And I hope they don't ask me for it. You're so good Like on the them. air. But if they do, I'm going to go salmon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're, you're really good at impressions. This is K. Trevor Wilson. Like, that's perfect. <laughs> anyway, we've had such a fun trip. This is our last show from Moncton for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow we'll be off as we'll be on the road all day, driving back to uh, the house. I'm sad to leave. To Wakefield, yeah. Like we said yesterday, it just flew by because we had two weeks of quarantine. And that kind of sets the pace for the vacation because it's like, oh, we're just sleep, so sleeping in, watching stuff. There's no a real schedule or agenda. Go for a ski or walk in the... There's like leisure time. And then as soon as the quarantine, our self-isolation was over, right to work every day. So it was like, oh. Yeah, it's true. Like uh, yesterday morning, I ha- I wanted to, before we, or after we did the podcast, in between the podcast and the corporate, I was like, I would really like to just chill right now and watch mm-hmm. something. And I was like, oh, you can't. No. And so, and then it went to Orange, but I don't think we'll be seeing many, many people because we're already leaving tomorrow. I have to see family, of course, the sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. No, but you're right when we started it off. So 
chill it and set relax. the pace i'm like you're, i thought you're, you're absolutely like, right oh. and i you know i can get right into relax mode so easy it's crazy mm-hmm. like i don't need and um i had a nice conversation with nikki payne another very very funny comedian who's living out here in new brunswick now and she said a very smart thing she said uh as soon as you get used to a slower pace yeah. It's really hard to go back to a fast pace. Like once you like that, it's really hard to. It is, but I like fast pace. Slow pace can be depressing. True. I got, it, I find if I don't do no, yeah. like the last three, well, actually more than three days since last Thursday, it's been busy. Wednesday even, Tuesday even, I Tuesday. Think, I think we went from extreme to extreme. But I like being busy. I, I f- like at the end of every day yes. when we're in bed and I'm reading and you're mm-hmm. mad at me for reading. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I feel good when I've had a busy day. Whereas yeah. if I've had a lazy, loungy, slow paced day, I feel depressed. Yeah. N- notching, notching, <laughs> ticking things off the to-do list feels good. It's, it's, uh, you get that uh, jazz. Am I right? <laughs> Why? Oh, I thought you were going to get some laughs from that. I was like, oh, oh stretch. No. I get... A little bit of a stretch on that. Puppy. It lights a fire mm. under my ass. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It lights a fire oh my gosh. under my ass. <laughs> and you just put out that fire. It lights a fire... Which is an explosion <laughs> under my ass. All right. It is interesting getting used to... I'm not to just picking my ass over here. Go ahead. Zoom comedy. Like, it not getting any laughs audibly, like, f- through the audio, but then seeing emojis and GIFs and... Okay. Three options. You can hear them unmuted and see them, or they're completely muted, or they're completely muted and you can see comments. I like the third option you Me just said. Me too. I, I didn't think when I started this, and we've done a lot in all, all cases, it's fun to hear some laughs, but sometimes the, the laughs are so light and you can see, like I did some Zoom ones which had more than 100 people on and you're only hearing a couple laughs because not everyone's unmuted. So then it's like, oh, am I bombing? Yeah. And completely silence with no comments. It's just no feedback, which... Oddly, is a little bit better mm-hmm. than a little bit of feedback. I don't mm. know. And the comments is great because then you constantly see like LOLs and laughing emojis and stuff. And, you know, if there's 100 people in the room and you're seeing a few of these, it's you're like, oh, well, not everyone's going to comment, but mm-hmm. at least you you know it's it's going well. And you don't know if they've muted their their microphone. So they could be laughing and you don't know. I had one guy unmute or... Uh, Open his camera. So I was just like looking at this guy. Yeah, I just noticed like that. Staring. Me too. It was the same guy, right? I think. I don't know. I didn't see who your guy was, but. just like He's just like staring at the camera. And I'm like, I thought I had said, you know what? When he came on, yeah. I thought I wasn't on anymore. I thought that was so someone. Did I. To, I thought that was someone to come tell me either I said something or, or that technically they couldn't hear me anymore. I, so I was like distracted. So I'm like, what do you do? And then he started laughing. I'm like, oh, it's just a guy watching that opened his camera but i actually thought it was like someone that was going to come on and go you're not on anymore julian thank you so much we had a great time but we could, i was like what did i say but you're fired i know um yeah it was great so uh, and we the, got really good feedback so i don't want to name the organizers because i don't want to 
But thank you. That was, it was great. It was really smooth. Yeah. It was fun. I mean, it was really fun. And it was so nice because we had a comedian suggest us. Yeah. So we got that thank gig you. through a, a fellow comic. Who could have done it? Why didn't you do it? Not sure. Hmm. Yeah, thank you very much. Very it, nice. it was, and uh, I know I've said this on the podcast before, but I fully changed my tune on those. I, I love them. Mm-hmm. I love them. And what I notice is that I have to adjust my timing. I have to allow no. for more time between jokes. I was rushing too much. Right. Because when you're doing real gigs, you have to wait until fin- people finish laughing. And your timing your timing is more instinctual when you're around people because you know when to start talking again. But in Zoom, you just have to assume. Like, it, you're just more self... I don't know, for me, I'm But more you don't want to pause too much. Yeah. Because I was on some shows at Hubcap and there were some comedians... That I found we're pausing too much oh. in studio, and it's like well, I thought they were lost their place for a minute mm. or or forgot their act, but it was like these long pa- some pauses for mm. sure because you got to account that they're laughing at home, but not as much as on stage. It's kind of like if you have to do like yesterday, it was twenty five minutes each. You prepare pretty much twenty five minutes mm-hmm. of material. It doesn't go by as fast, but it does go by still pretty fast. Sort of, but I feel like it would have been. Like 35, 40 minutes if it was in real life. Right. Oh, that Don't material? You? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like there's, I ba- I pause, but a little bit, like barely. You because don't want a Jimmy Kimmel it where you're talking, your punchline when people are clapping or laughing. Well, I work with an agent who charges less for Zoom shows because they're not live and because, you know, you can just do it from home. And But in some ways, I feel like you should almost charge the same amount because you're doing more material. For the amount of time. Yeah. Anyways. Hope your mic is loud enough. I mean, it's a full blast here. I don't know what's going on. Anyway. So, yeah. Anyway, we're live. Jen's on comments. Let us know uh, yep. what you're up to on this fine Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. February 10th. It's our anniversary this weekend. 12 years. Yes. On the 12th. I know. We need to do something special. What's the 12th? Well, we got a need. <laughs> Isn't that enough? Yeah. Can we take this no, year off? No, we could have a dinner or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I will be home this, okay this weekend. Or? Yeah. It's Friday, so we can have order in, mm-hmm. watch stuff on TV. I was thinking make maybe a fire because we we'll be home. Oh, oh it's great. Nice. Maybe we could um, get some food from the Village House, which is an excellent restaurant in Wakefield. If you're ever in Wakefield, go check it Are out. Are they open? Yep. Well, yeah, for, let's do for that. For takeout. Yum, yum, yum. Oh, they have good well, I'm excited for Friday now. Friday, Friday. Fr- we'll go watch. Uh, but speaking of watching things, what were you going to say? You said Sorry, s- when are you excited for? Friday. Hmm? Friday? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought I thought it wasn't on our anniversary on Friday. I'm like, uh, between now and Monday? Mm-hmm. Yo. <laughs> I look really pale in the morning sun and coming in through this uh, light. I'm obsessed with my paleness. I don't know if you've uh, noticed this. About Maybe me. you need to wear some self tanner. Maybe, not above it. I have. <laughs> yeah. Like you're so rosy and red. Do you want to switch spots and see if it's still the? Well, I've see got if the, it's the lighting. I've got the board and no, stuff. No, for two seconds. Oh, yeah, I just yeah, want to sure. see. This is entertaining for our Apple and Spotify subscribers, but here.
I still still. What do you think? I can't. Really I think see you're the a monitor. bit more rosy. Careful. Can you see? I want to unplug something. Yeah, I'm gray. No. Yeah. All right. Switch again. <laughs> All right. And uh, so, but yeah, speaking of watching stuff, <laughs> Better Call Saul, they're taping. I'm going to read from my notes here because I didn't prep. Uh, we had a busy day yesterday and I, I have stuff to talk about, but I'll have to read off my phone. The end of Better Call Saul will be supremely intense, according to Bob Odenkirk. Is it out? Earlier this week, Bob Odenkirk landed his fourth Golden Globe nomination for his work on Better Call Saul. He was nominated uh, for the first time for a Screen Actors Guild. Uh, and, uh, let's just keep reading, read more. Yeah, we want to do that. <laughs> uh, he tweeted, or someone said, I don't know, I'm skipping ahead here. Because okay, I don't, no don't want to read. That's mm-hmm. not fun. Congrats on the successfully fostering... Oh, whatever. <laughs> this is a different one. Speaking okay. uh, of Odenkirk's pets, he was walking his dog when he learned of his golden... I don't care. I just want to... <laughs> People are so desperate for filler and like the lives of... Speaking of Odenkirk's pets, he was walking his dog when he learned of his Golden Globe nomination. That's Ah. one of my pet peeves when I go to get a a recipe and they all this stuff before the recipe. Scroll, scroll, scroll to the bottom. Just give me the recipe. I love squash. Squash reminds me of going to my grandparents' farm as a teen. Nomination is a reminder. Okay, uh... Asked about the sixth and final season, Odenkirk also added, I can't wait for the fireworks, really. Our show's a bit of a slow burn over the past few years. It is true. It is a slower show, especially compared to Breaking Bad. And especially in the beginning. Yes. Like, at first, I had to really make myself watch it. Because so many people said it was good. Mm-hmm. I, look at this. I don't know if you can see. I, I'm distracted on the monitor. It, it looks like I have a unibrow. Okay, I, st- I have to stop. I have to stop looking at the don't, monitor. Yeah, don't look at yourself. Like the angle, I look like Frida Kahlo or whatever. Hmm? I I don't know what's going on. I have a full-on unibrow. When I look. Maybe I need to start tweezing your brows. I don't actually have one, but on mm. this thing, when I'm I'm like sideways. Yeah, it is a slow burn, but there's certainly exciting moments throughout, but towards the end, it gets super, supremely intense. Three months ago, the writer's room was nearing completion of the scripts, so it's quite possible that Odenkirk's uh, knows by now how the series... Well, of course he knows if he said that. What, what hmm. is he just guessing? Hmm. Uh, that's an annoying phrase. Three months ago, the writer's room was nearing completion of the scripts, so it's quite possible that Odenkirk... Yeah, he's the star of the show, <laughs> probably a producer... Uh, yeah, he knows. What are you talking about? When the series done it does come back, I'd expect Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul to both return in some capacity. That's what I like about the show is you can see you see some characters from Breaking Bad. If you don't know Better Call Saul, it's the prequel to Breaking Bad, six seasons. Remember how obsessed we got with it? Which Better Call both, but yeah. Better Call Saul. Like at first it was like I said a slow slow love it's really good for me but then i really got into it like and then i was so sad when it was done but it would make sense to see at least like brian cranston and aaron paul at some either like at the like even just as a background or something because they didn't know each other they they meet each other in breaking bad so it but it would 
just like in passing kind of see each other. And that's also another thing when you watch the show, you know which characters are going to die in the Better Call Saul right. series because you're like, they're not in Breaking Bad. This mm-hmm. guy's not in Breaking like the uh, Nacho guy. Yeah. Is that his name, Nacho? He's a great character. He's a really good actor too. Oh, and it's he's like, really good. But it's like he's not in Breaking Bad, so you know what something's going to happen to him at some point. I know. And that's not a spoiler. That's just speculation. Um, yeah, because we don't know. Because we- the final season will most certainly share some of the Breaking Bad timeline. In fact, the events of the final season of Saul... With uh, will change the way we see Breaking Bad. Peter Gould told the Hollywood Reporter last year. It's such a good story. So this is the last season for sure. Yeah, yeah. And when is it coming out? They've known they've known that for a long time. Um, I don't know. They've well, um, let me tell you. Three months ago, the writers' room was nearing completion of the script. Yeah. So quite possibly soon. I don't know. Probably like we mentioned last year. In between every season on TV, it's like a year. So maybe uh, maybe six months. Well, in the meantime, we'll just have to do with Corey. Just kidding. Who's Kim Wexler again? She's his girlfriend. Right. That's not official confirmation that um, Kim Wexler would be part of the Breaking Bad timeline, but it's pretty damn close. Okay, hold on. I think we're going to learn things about the characters in Breaking Bad that we didn't know. We're going to learn things about the events of Breaking Bad that we didn't know, Gould said. We're going to learn things about the fates. Okay. The I thought you were going to read the exact same sentence. We're going to learn things like, about the fates of a lot of these characters that may surprise people, certainly throw them into a different light. That's not official confirmation that Kim Wexler will be part of the Breaking Bad timeline because she's not in Breaking Bad, so that's another character. I'm like, what's going to happen to her? I know. I really like her character. Like, you fall yeah. in love with these characters. Do you know who she reminds me of? Who? Roz. Well, yeah, I could see that. I could totally see that. Xavier... Uh, Hubcap, Xavier's partner. Yeah, she's great. It's kind of like the same voice and kind of like... Yeah, same like sort strong of vibe. kind of... Yeah, yeah. Totes. Totes, my floats, and you can mow boat. Okay. Serb uh, payments. Did you see um, the PM, not Godin, but Trudeau, PM mm-hmm. Trudeau, not PM Godin. Mm-hmm. Like, no one got that joke except for maybe... Regular like, listeners of the yeah, show? Yeah. Well, he sent us the batteries for this uh, thing, and I did a commercial for him, so I don't know. Um, that's true, that's true. Uh, he commented finally on uh, the Serb confusion that a lot of self-employed Canadians caught up in the confusion won't actually have to repay. Did you know this? Did you hear? No, tell me. Sources said that uh, those should meet the criteria, and get this, some people panicked, right, when they got the things, because when they would send a letter, it'd be like, you owe us... Uh, 16 grand by next week which if you're on Serb to begin with I mean you don't have to, that kind of dough lying around but they uh, but a lot of people just paid back right away so actually uh, sources say that those who met the criteria and already voluntarily repaid will actually see the money returned to them jeez look at that it's like a savings plan some self-employed Canadians are being let off the hook on repayment of thousands of dollars received through Canada Emergency Response Benefit. Trudeau made the announcement in a news conference outside his residence. For, quote, if for people who accessed CERB based on their gross income instead of net income, as long as you met the other eligibility criteria, you will not have to return your CERB payments. Oh, so if it's... Well, they had to walk back on that because that's such a fucking, like, a technicality that... They never mentioned it. Then they're like, no, we met net. Sorry. That's true. 
meanwhile, they let like like I've said before, they let corporations take advantage of these loopholes, which they're there. So to, I'm not faulting the corporations for it, but you know, people get out, corporations get out from paying millions and mm-hmm. probably billions from these loopholes and uh, meanwhile they're going to come after people that made less than five grand net yeah true as long as it's five grand gross it's all good we when we rolled out the CERB last march it was because people needed help in the face of a global once in a generation crisis exactly thank you thank you it seems like so crazy if they were gonna it's such a small amount difference between five grand net and five grand gross it's not like it's it's not like it's $100,000 versus $50,000. It's, it's like, like five versus what? Well, it's like gross. They made like $6,200 and the net is like 4100 yeah, or something. Exactly. And it's like, yeah, it's, you got to pay all of the money back because you're off by two grand. Yeah, it it that's made no silly. sense. Because the letters went out in November and December, 441,000 Canadians received the letters educated, educating them that they would have to repay if they made less than five grand net. How do you feel about whether you made no income at all? And how do you feel about those people having to pay back? Well, you had you had to have that's the thing was five grand. So now they're going by gross. Like if it was no, gross, I understand it's okay. that. But I'm sure some people might have said they did, and still claim still got the money. Well, that's fraud. I mean, yeah, the CRA knows. Yeah. Canada Revenue Agency knows. Like what? What? But there, I'm sure there's many that have done that. A lot of people are going to be in shit with this. Yeah. Um. CRA didn't always explain it uh, that way to uh, taxpayers. The Union of Taxation Employees revealed that its members had been giving the wrong information on how uh, income would be calculated and passed that incorrect information along to CRA callers for about three weeks before the problem was corrected. And it's just like, it's just all, all of that money went back into the economy. Mm-hmm. See it as a stimulus and don't ask anybody for the money back. Yeah. Unless you blatantly lied, yeah, then that's on you. I mean, it's when you when you apply for it. There's so many hoops you have to jump through and and boxes you have to check. That it's like okay, if you were and and you also say when you confirm, like I hereby declare that this information is true. And if it's not, I mean, tough shit. That's on you. I mean, that's mm-hmm. or people that were double dipping with like disability and getting served. I mean, what mm-hmm. are you doing? I know. <sighs> they figure out stuff like that. I know. I've, I know. I've talked about this. The, on the bank thing. Before. <laughs> I can always because oh, this no. is your technique, and it's a good technique. It's a good conversation. But right. every, any topic we talk about, you go, "How? What experience did I have in my life that I can relate to?" Yeah, and you mean so, some normal conversation skills, Keiko. Yeah, that's what I said. No, I know, but you, uh, you know me too well. It's gonna. Jeez, I'm going to bore you. The Prime Minister was asked repeatedly if some Serb applicants might not have to repay. He said the government was looking at the range of possibility. Everyone's in different situations. We're going to work with people. We're going to look at what options are, but I don't want people to worry about repaying this holiday season. Oh, that was before Christmas. Old news. Well, no, this article is new, but that quote was from... uh, Quote was Before. from old news. Spe- speaking of Serb, can can billionaires stop giving their opinion on it? Yeah, they don't like it. Kevin O'Leary on stimulus checks. Stop sending everybody free money. You're a billionaire. Shut up. Like, yeah. you, if you're a billionaire, you can't. You cannot. I wonder how much. I would love to know how much. Uh, uh, 
tax avoidance. Uh, he like w- taking advantage of loopholes. Oh, Kevin Leary, right. personally and uh, on a corporate level. Like I actually I like him on Shark Tank and everything yeah. like that. I think he's, he's he's great, but it just drives me nuts when these billionaires from their fuck ivory towers are like, stop giving free money to the, to to people that need it. Yeah. I'll admit it. We I took advantage of Serb. Not took advantage. I I had to. I otherwise I would have had to go bankrupt. Like I had no income to pay for my bills. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Kevin O'Leary, a billionaire, multi billionaire. It's his brand, Jules. Is like stop spending. And I get jerk. it. He's conservative, and it's kind of like you know fisc- fiscally conservative. Look, some you can debate that maybe they were a little too uh, footloose and fancy free with it. The government. With the low kind of restrictions, uh, but yeah, but what uh, the, were people to do? Yeah, and and by the way, he's talking about when he says stop spending everybody. Uh, he's referring to the fourteen hundred checks that um, every eligible American will get. This is a U.S. story. Uh, Joe Biden announced that he was going to send fourteen hundred dollar checks instead of six hundred. I think they already got 600 so now he wants to send an additional four, 1400 making it 2 grand. At first it was going to be to every American, which I get that makes sense, okay? Cuz it's a 1.9 trillion dollar relief package. I get it if it's you know, if you make a quarter of a million dollars and you're getting a $2000 check, that makes sense, but you should be eligible. Mm-hmm. But um Yeah, these billionaires that are like uh, looking down on people on it's free money people won't want to work again it's two grand a month yeah who doesn't who wants to reti- go i'm not going to go back to work right away I'd rather make this two grand mm-hmm. the sad truth is i think there's a lot of people in retail that don't make much more than that yeah that's true anyway <laughs> do you know like i'm not laughing at that i'm just i'm not laughing laughing do you know, if you were to guess how much money Jared and Ivanka made while working in Washington, <clears throat> think about it. They're, as, as like, quote-unquote public servants working at the White House, mm-hmm. how much money do you think they made working in Washington over four years? I don't know. Take a guess. I don't know. You can't even come up with a number? Okay, who is it again? Oh, Jared and Ivanka Trump? Um, Jared Kushner? I don't even know how that would work. I don't even know how much. Well, okay. You guess. The, the president, well, you I know, know the answer. I know, I know. The president's salary is $400,000. Okay. He's the top of the executive branch of government, and that's the salary. Trump didn't take it. He he donated it or whatever. So uh, did they get a salary? You're asking how much... Four years of their salary or one how Just much a year? one chunk how much they made in four years working in Washington. Mm, $200,000? $640 million. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest pause ever. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. Or 457,142 f- stimulus why checks. Why did you set it up that way though in terms of the salary? Because you were trying to get you to guess me? low, curveball me. Well, yeah, I was trying to guess, get you to guess low. If the president's salary, who again is the top mm-hmm. of the executive branch of government, is four hundred grand, it worked. They made six hundred forty million dollars 
dollars. Dollar, dollar bills. They made six hundred and forty dollars. Oh, or yeah. oh no, that didn't work. I I mistimed it. Yeah, they made a uh, uh, hundred and twenty million between January first, twenty twenty, and January twentieth, twenty twenty one. So in one year, made a hundred and twenty mil. While uh, that was less than what they'd made the year prior, it was still quite a lot particularly given that Kushner's father had angrily claimed in 2019 that people should cut his son some slack because he'd already made, quote, a substantial financial sacrifice to work at the White House. Jeez. I know. Poor guy. He made a sacrifice and had to take a pay cut and make $640 million. Julian, I want to point out that Jennifer. I have taken a pay cut to be a part of the Julian Dion show with Jen Grant. And that's no joke. Thank you. That's us <laughs> applauding you for taking a pay cut. But someday it'll be a raise. Someday you'll be. Yeah. You know we're in. The, we're I'm in the long anyways. game. I'm only joking. We're in this for the long game. I'm By the way, joking. which brings I us. I am rolling in it. This brings. It's kind of like when comics go on stage and they're like I'm in Canadian show business, so uh, pass the hat. No. I hate those jokes. You can make a lot of money as a comic in Canada. I don't care. I wouldn't still be doing so. it if I didn't make money. Yeah, exactly. That's no. a, that's a you know what? That's one of those lazy jokes. That's a cheap laugh when you do that. Yeah. And if that's true in your life, then you're reinforcing it. It's like it's like an intense daily affirmation when you say something. I realized that about five years ago. I realized that that saying jokes on stage are like really intense affirmations that make things more evident in your life hi no. i'm Jen hi. grant thank you for coming to my keynote <sighs> i look pale with a red unibrow <laughs> look, red. yeah look i wish can you see look at my red unibrow what's going on i'm gonna screenshot it and post my red unibrow <laughs> red. it's so weird <laughs> red unibrow so weird. Stop looking at yourself. Well, it's hard. The computer screen's open right in front of me. Look outside. Look at me. Look outside. And look at me. And then look outside. And then look at me. And I can look outside look by looking ahead. That's what I was thinking. Windows all over. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm such an idiot. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hmm. So, it's our last show in Moncton. Tomorrow we hit the road. We have yep. to hit the road early because we can't be on the road after uh, 8 p.m. in Quebec or we get a $1,500 fine. Mm-hmm. But crazy. crazy times, man. I just can't believe there's still no vaccine. Mm-hmm. Ro- no, no, dose, I'm not doing one. Daily dose. Get the Thanks. news from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. You know, I don't have one, right? Oh, yeah. I told you I don't have a daily dose today. That's right. Because we're doing a shorty. Daily dose, daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to coast. All the news and headlines from Jen Grant. I did the the uh, white man's overbite in that dance. I went like this. Oh, I did the underbite. When you said that, I went. 
fucking uh, <laughs> Ooh. how you doing here and here and <laughs> right you don't have one no i i remember now when i started playing it and you said and i and i have well, it's just because it's been, like you said, off the top of the show. It's been very, very busy. Yeah. Um, and we've been rushed all over the place. And I thought we'd be doing like a short little cute show today. Rush, rush, rush. We are. It's going to be shorter than news. And we will be um, Friday. Friday. We'll be back in Wakefield. we got to figure something out because if we go back to the old setup, I'm only on camera. We can't have that. I know. Maybe we can set it up downstairs and then you okay. st- even though it's empty, just kind of like for now, sure. kind of scrunch it together, do something. I think it's a good idea. Set up on the couch. We can't go back now. No. Hmm. What? Wow, conceited. <laughs> no, <laughs> we just, can't it, go back now that I'm on screen. There's no way we could ever go back I to... I am the show. I am. I carry this show now. The thing is, a small part of you believes that. <gasps> you instead <laughs> why didn't you say yes you do you're the best see what i mean see what i'm dealing with i'm looking at the camera by the way for our audio listeners and um let me just do this quickly then while i have you here listeners dear listeners dear listeners dear listeners listeners Listeners, let wine a lister, wine, wine a lister, wine a lister, wine, wine a lister, wine a lister, wine, wine a lister. Let me tell you, my dearie listener. Uh, let me remind you that this episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant, Jen Grant, Jen Grant carries the show. She's the show. Are you sure it's not called the Jen Grant Show with Julian Dion? We could change it. Stoking. You just have to man the board and stuff and. Do no, all the, let's keep it the way it is. Well, let's do it. Let's change the name of the show, The Jen Grant Show with Julian Dion, and I will just show up and talk. You do the marketing, you do all the back no, end good. stuff, you publish it to all the distribution channels. I'm good. Can you do the gringo You mix the soundboard, you mix. I'm so annoying. This episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. Jen Grant, Jen Grant is brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Do yourself a favor and go to gringosblazingsauces.com. What was that? I thought it was the uh, I thought it was an actual like like uh, <laughs> like the the cable was like popping like I'm like <laughs> Go to Gringo sorry Gringos. I think this is the first time we'll get through the whole song. Two minutes and 39 seconds. We're already a minute 17 in. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com for a wide selection of the best small batch salsas, hot sauces, grilling jellies. Grilling jellies. Weird that you Charcuterie jellies. have to come up with a grilling jelly. Grilling and barbecue sauce. It would melt. You can't. Okay, and it's got to be well, served cold. I don't know what to tell you. If you love hot sauces, look no further. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. It's small batch stuff, chef-owned and operated, so you get nothing but the best hand-selected, freshest ingredients, giving you a perfect balance between heat and flavor every time it's good stuff, artisanal. Is it ever? Uh, hot, hot sauces and salsas and all this stuff. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. They're based out of Ottawa, and they ship all over North America. And if you live in Canada, live in Canada. Yeah, that was weird. You get uh, an order over $40. You get free shipping on that bad boy. On top of that, listeners of this program get an additional 5% off by entering promo code JD5 at checkout. JD5. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. That's a web address. HTTP. S. HTTPS. www.gringosblazingsauces.com. Do, Do it, it today. today. 
Look, we're, we went through that. the whole song. That's a two minute and 39 second live read. They owe us. Uh, we're going to have to send another bill. Another invoice. Gringo. I'll take hot sauce as payment. Yeah. That's how good it is. Who eats, who drinks its second cup? I never liked second cup. I like it. You know what's weird? Why? Why are you saying that? Because it's a segue. I know. I want to hear the story. Okay. I, I, okay. When I was a teenager. This is like a big stance. You're like, I, I, here's my thoughts on second cup. It's true. Because when I was a kid, I used to work at the mall in Ottawa and there was a second cup and it was right across the hall and it was excellent. Let's see the mall. (laughs) It was great. It was really, really good. And I think that. It can be very good, but it has a bad reputation. I for never some liked reason. it. I don't know. I've their coffees, meh. Their pastries are no. Their the, washrooms. The one are, at the mall here is excellent. My mom is a big though, second cup person, even though it's closed now. My and mom's always loved it's it. It's closed. Did you know it's closed at the mall? It's sad. <laughs> are you okay? Or, <laughs> you haven't even eaten in hours. What do you could possibly be? I don't know. Anyway, tell it's me the, the story because uh, I the, feel bad. Uh, what's that supplement we take now that tastes like blood? Ew. Um, spirulina. Spirulina. Ew. <laughs> spirulina. Spear spirulina. Spirulina. Spear spiralista. Wanalista spear spirulina. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second cup coffee chain sold for $14 million to Quebec restaurant owner Foodtastic. Maybe it'll change. Second Cup was part of a chain that also owns Ottawa's Bridgehead. Did you know that? No. Oh, I like Bridge. I don't know. Bridgehead's kind of in the same category as Second Bridgehead Cup. Bridgehead is getting better. It was really good. And then I I thought the last few times. I thought. A couple years ago, I found, oh, are they not as good anymore? And then they got better again. So I don't know. I mean, aren't companies allowed to kind of have... No, I guess they're not allowed to have like a bad spell where no. they make some bad decisions and then they screw it up. Yeah, of course they are. Aegis Brands. Yeah, but you lose Inc. people so easily and so quickly. Yeah. I remember them from when I lived in Ottawa. There was one by where the place I lived in Sandy Hill. And I don't know. I would go there and it's like, uh, I don't no, know. No, you didn't love it? Aegis Brands. I also didn't know... I would buy fl- like chocolate flavored and stuff because like, they have different flavors there at Second yeah. Cup. Well, there's a reason they went out of business, let's be honest. Right. Right? Aegis or Aegis Brands says it has signed a deal to sell its second cup coffee operations to Quebec-based Foodtastic. $14 million seems cheap mm-hmm. for the whole thing. The company yeah. says the sale price includes $14 million in cash, $14 million in... And they're... They're obviously suffering just like everyone is suffering during this pandemic. Like not everyone, but many, many, many industries are like Starbucks closed a lot. Starbucks. Starbucks. 300 locations in Canada. I went to go get a coffee the other day and, and, uh, they didn't, it wasn't open. It closed. And that, that's downtown Moncton. DTM. No, it's not like it's a weird location. It's like downtown. Well, downtown Moncton. Because of this COVID, is whole. It's like The Walking Dead. I know where it's like zombies and stuff. Like, yeah. Andrew Albert, comedian, part of the fest, said he walked out of the hotel and saw two people smoking literal crack. Wow. He walked through the cloud of like. <laughs> yeah, that's not something you chemical, expect here. Chemical uh, smoke. 
He said it tasted like medicine. I love your response. You're like, like NyQuil or what was no, the other one? NyQuil might, or what? I might as well be like... What'd you say? NyQuil or... Green Gables. Um, NyQuil or... What did I say? He's like, it smelled like medicine. You're like, NyQuil or Tylenol? Tylenol. Yeah, I know. Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, would you know what those two substances smell like? Burnt? Well, I'm just wondering, like, what, what smelled like medicine? Like what? chemically, probably. Yeah. And then he saw they were passing a glass pipe. But... I noticed because because like after the shows we would park we an, an above ground parking here just off Main Street and walk to the Delta, and there were some shady characters around right right against the glass of the Delta. There mm-hmm. was like someone camping there with just cardboard little. You could see it inside their their cardboard living arrangements from the lobby of the hotel. Yeah, it's it's really weird, and it's downtown on Main. It's a nice part of yeah. town. Sad. What's going on, Moncton? You want to fucking talk about oh, it? Oh, Moncton commented here. I'm drop. <laughs> it said, "Back off, everybody's having a hard Dropping time." Dropping a lot this of f bombs today. Did you hear my joke? Yeah. Oh, people back off. People are having a hard time. Yeah, and then they said, uh, "By the way, oh, interesting." It says here, Moncton commented. It said, "How you doing, Hugh and Hugh and?" Oh, I thought it was hater, bud. I know you'd think so, but Did, what is Skidook commenting? Oh, yeah, Skidook uh, commented and said, uh, how you doing there, bud? Oh, they've switched. Wow, well, switcheroo. Yeah, 14 million seems cheap for that. I would have said gun to my head, which would be a weird scenario. <laughs> like, how much is second cup selling for? I pull the trigger. <laughs> I would have said 230 million. It's very specific. Well. Like, not 200 million. All right. We had a good time in Moncton. No, it's not singable. It's, I need, I Go need ahead. like a. Hold Kay. on. You want me to do one? Yeah, we're, we're gonna do one together. All right, Jenny. Two, three. Starting. One, two, three, four. Take it away, Jen. We had a good time here. We had fun. We had so much fun. Oh yeah. Uh, but like I'll, I'll harmonize. You oh, go are ahead. you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You don't have to address the harmonies. So like, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Can you just send me the rules so I can read them? I want to know what I'm doing because you're the boss. Know the rules before you break the rules is all I'm saying. It's not harmony to do it. Send me the rules next time ahead of time. Check just your like email. Send the pictures to... No, but I mean, like, keep going. You stop when I harmonize. I don't want to sing over top of you. Oh. All right, let's start over. One, two, three, four. I'm going to wait for my... Singing as a duet is hard. We fight. We definitely have some arguments. We bicker. We are uh, not even married yet. But I'm right. Uh, he likes to think so, so I just pretend. Is this your act? Yeah, it is, and I am workshopping a new joke. Oh my goodness, I am a terrible singer. I don't think it's new. I've heard it before, I'm pretty <laughs> sure from you. <laughs> I probably. <laughs> you know what's funny is Robert is sitting on the other side of this door and he can't hear the music, so he can just hear us like sing out a key, like, ah. <laughs> Now gonna listen to the podcast or maybe report us for terrible singing. Take that baseline for a walk, Jenny. All right. 
It was a good three weeks, now it's over. All good things must come to an end. Sorry about the. Uh, I tried to rhyme and that was not Wait, even close. I oh, rhymed. there's a musical break here. Two oh. seconds. Thank you. Thank you, Moncton. This has been a lot of fun. It's been great. We hate to have to go back, but you know what? It's been a run. We are heading back tomorrow morning. We'll probably stop at a W Definitely. on the way. Gonna get a maybe some kind of a burger. Or oh. some sort of breakfast sandwich all day breakfast. Alright, it's going for the clothes all here. Right. Yeah, I think it's probably a good idea. Yeah, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Yeah. Thank you, Moncton. Thank you to the Hubcap Comedy Festival. Thank you. Oh, thanks from the bottom of our hearts. Yeah, it's been honestly... I, I just love this festival. I think it was my sixth or seventh time. Hmm, humble brag. Um, coming here... Well, I started here. I mean, hello. <laughs> Salmon. Okay. Why twice? <laughs> anyway, thank you, uh, everybody. This has been uh, really uh, tremendous fun. We're heading home, so we'll be off tomorrow, Thursday, but we'll be back Friday morning, live from the Gatno Hills, the Gat Gat Gatnos. Feel free to, not feel free, just talk about the show. Tell your friends, it's so passive, like, so Canadian. Feel free to share, eh? Or no, you wouldn't want to share this, oh, no? Yeah, we're growing lots of, uh, lots of downloads. We're breaking records every day, our previous records. Where the global warming of podcasts every day is a little <laughs> hotter than the say next. That. Jenny, I love you. Love you. This has been a fun trip together. All right, everybody, we'll see you Friday morning, and until then, watch your head. Bye, everyone. I went to school. Yeah, I learned a lot. Got a degree in what I'm not. You spend your life looking for what you already got. Such a beautiful waste of time. Waste of time. A beautiful waste of time. It's just a waste of time. A beautiful waste of time Just a waste of time The whole world wants a piece of my head But they all get a piece of my mind instead I roll over and go back to bed It's such a beautiful waste of time Waste of time